a lot of people hate social media. So they're, they're kind of just checking the box. Let me just post. And then I did it, you know, and they're missing the point. The point on social media is to build relationships, to build authentic relationships. In this episode, I talk with Murad Fiki. Murad is a former U.S. Naval officer and current luxury real estate agent in Houston, Texas. He proudly claims to be the number one realtor on social media, and you'll soon see why. We talk about branding, how to use social media the right way, mistakes to avoid, trends to follow, chat GPT, and so much more. I hope you enjoy this show. Now let's get into it. How's it going, Murad? Hey, going great, man. How's it, how's it going? Thanks for having me. <laughs> good, good. Looking sharp, loving it. Um, Thank you. Appreciate you it. Know, and, and you're, I wanted to have you on for this this particular topic because, um, like with, with social media, we're going to get a lot into that later. But first, I, I want to point out something that I've always appreciated about like your brand, and that's the tagline you have: "Number one Houston realtor on social media." Because that's like a that's a big. I mean, Houston's not a tiny town. Uh, that's a huge statement, but. Yeah, but I've been wondering, and, and this is kind of my question: um, Is that like an affirmation, kind of like Floyd Mayweather, where he calls it a money Mayweather? Like, just he's willing it to I'm happen. I'm the best, or we the best. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, with Muhammad Ali, like I am the greatest. Like way before he was the greatest, like he knew it to his bone. Did, did any of that play into that, or um, uh, I don't well, know. I mean, you know. Without sounding too cocky, I know for a fact no one is doing in Houston, Houston real estate, what I'm doing when it comes to social media, when it comes to online advertising, content strategy. So um, and and no one has the flavor, the passion, the energy, the creativity, the excitement that I have when it when it comes to real estate in Houston. And so I like to entertain, excite, and educate my audience. And so, you know, I don't I don't like making the lame, same lame videos that everybody does. You know, oh, this is Joe Smith Realty. You know, call, contact me if you want to buy or sell. It's it's so much more than that. It's being creative. You know, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm an artist when it comes to content strategy. And I'm learning every day and I'm thinking of ideas and I want to excite and entertain my audience. So it's so much more than just real estate. It's about entertainment. Yeah. And, um, and you, you you absolutely do all those things. Um, I mean, what, <laughs> what came to mind uh, quickly was like Bruce Lee. And he was just talking about like the way he approached martial arts was very philosophical. It was just it was it was me. This is him speaking like it's just me expressing myself. Um, so he approached yeah. it from a very artistic standpoint that he mastered and became pretty legendary, uh, uh, yes. you know, afterwards. And, um, I don't know, uh, maybe are you, you, you become a legendary, legendary status in the Houston area now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I like to motivate people. I like to entertain people. And I also like to, to bring an authentic and authenticity to real estate because real estate is exciting, but you know, you gotta, you gotta bring excitement and bring some, some flavor to it. And no one's really doing that in Houston. In fact, Houston real estate has been so lame for so long. And so like, I want to bring some flavor to it, kind of like what they do in New York and LA. 
Yeah, you're uh, you're bringing sexy back to the world. <laughs> you should do a parody video on that. Uh, I, yeah. I would love it. So, um, when did you? I guess do a quick, quick like background of of how you got started in real estate, where you are now, and um, then then we'll get into social media and how that plays. Yeah, I've been in real estate 10 years now. I started when I was honorably discharged from U.S. Navy back in 2013. Uh, February of 2013, I was able to dive head in. Uh, I actually got my real estate license when I was doing my undergrad degree at the University of Houston. That was back in 2009. But I went straight into active duty uh, with the U.S. Navy. So I didn't have time to you know, practice. I just got my real estate license because... I figured if I get my real estate license, I'll learn real estate and and nothing can be further from the truth. They don't really teach you anything in real estate school except for how to get your license. Yeah. And they, I mean, yeah. they, they teach you how to stay out of jail. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, even then not really, but kind of. And, and so I got my license. I just left it inactive. And then when I was on active duty and I knew I was coming home, uh, my wife, who was my fiance at the time, she's she has like said, "Hey, have you seen the show Million Dollar Listing on Bravo?" And I was like, "No, I haven't seen it." She was like, "You could totally do that." And then so I started watching the show, and like I was like, "Well, you know, I got my real estate license." She's like, "What, really?" Like I was like, "Yeah, I already have it. I just have to activate it or whatever." And that's kind of how how I dove into real estate, just. With that, you know, I saw the show. I was like, "Ooh, that looks exciting!" Of course, they show how exciting it is. They don't show the ups and downs. And yeah, yeah, yeah. this is a business, and you got to get business. I mean, there's so much I've learned since then. So, so that's did, how did, I, I, learned, I got in. Yeah, did social media was that from the beginning part of your marketing and branding strategy, or did did that evolve later on? It evolved because I learned. In social media, I can build an audience. I can build and grow and communicate with an audience uh, much easier than the outdated models of mailing and emailing. Emailing is still a great uh, way to stay in touch with your list and build a list. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with emailing, but social media was a great way that I could build an audience and and continue building and growing that in a very fast pace. And not just that, you know, for you to get to know somebody on a personal level, it takes months, sometimes years. Social media condenses the time frame. 100%. You connect with somebody on Facebook and you feel like you know them, you know, even though you've never met them in person. And that's what's been fascinating about it. Yeah, I mean, it's adding that visual and audio component to it that um, email just can't do. Uh, a, a direct mail letter just can't do. <clears throat> yeah, and I guess you yeah, can knock yeah. on doors, but um, yeah. <laughs> but the video component and people getting to feel like they know you, you know, of course you've got to bring the authenticity to your channels, and which is what I, why I tell agents if they're just constantly promoting listings and there's no them like who are you yeah. then they're missing a huge opportunity because social media is is a great way to condense the time frame and get people to know you on a personal basis even though they haven't met you or spent time with you per se yeah i was i was going to ask you that so the um, you alluded to the question the question is what are you seeing a lot of real estate professionals out there 
um, use social media the wrong way. Now you talked about, hey, here's my listing or here's this or here's this, here's yeah. this. And I'm not saying you don't promote listings and I'm not saying you don't promote your business. But, you know, you, you over everything, you want to promote you. You are a brand. And that's where people miss the mark. You know, a lot of people hate social media. So they're, they're kind of just checking the box. Let me just post. And then I did it, you know, and they're missing the point. The point on social media is to build relationships, to build authentic relationships. It's a whole point of so, social. It's like going to a party. Yeah. No one, like. Do you want to be the person that goes to a party and hands out business cards to everyone? Like, like that's kind of weird, right? Like, it's kind of or weird. do you want to go, you know, are you, are you, would you want that at a party or would you rather someone come up and talk and like, how are you doing? Like actually had the social component. It's not, it's not a sales party. It's a, it's a social media. Yeah, platform. It's social, it's social media. So, and that's the thing I say, like when you post, are you going back in there and commenting on people engaging? So people comment on your post. If you never go back there until the next day to post, you're missing the mark. No, not only are you teaching the algorithm that you're not active, which will suppress you. Number two is you're missing the mark. You're missing the opportunity to, to grow your audience and build some authentic relationships and let people know, Hey, thanks for commenting. I appreciate that. Or when somebody says, you know, wow, uh, that that's a great event that you were at, you know, Hey, thanks. And we had a great time. You know, what do you, do you go to these same type of events? I mean, you're missing opportunities to engage your audience. And so people tell me big miss, they say, gosh, that's so time consuming. Of course it is. Anything worth any value or substance is going to take time and energy and effort and money, yeah. you know? So, but if you don't see the value, that's why people don't invest in it. They don't see the value. They don't see how social media condenses the time frame and actually can allow me to build relationships a lot faster than I could otherwise. Yeah. And, and, and that would be a, it's kind of an audacious statement for a, a realtor to make. Uh, I mean, it yeah. Really in most businesses, but especially real estate, it's such a social business. It's such a people yeah. business. To have the audacity to say it's time consuming effectively means I don't have time to talk to people. People are your business. And yeah. for you not to at least heart the comment at a bare minimum, but like going back to the party example, if someone said something and said, you know, hey, love your tie. Um, glad you came. Good seeing you here. Would you just walk away? Like that'd be that'd be <laughs> rude, right? Like tell me your two cents. <clears throat> yeah, like you got to engage your audience. And so when people comment on your post, Number one, they're they're seeing your content. They liked it enough to at least stop and say something. They took time out of their day and gave it to you. Yeah, you've got to engage them. And you know what? Like people will complain, this takes a lot of time. I do this on all my platforms. So I go on LinkedIn and I engage the audience. I go on Twitter, I engage my audience. I go on Facebook, I go on Instagram, I go on TikTok and I engage the audience. So, you know, yeah, of course it takes time. But if you see that this is a value add, you know, I had somebody reach out to me on TikTok and schedule an appointment because they saw one of my videos. They wanted to talk about selling a house. You see the value component that people can find me. Social media allows people to come to me as opposed to me having to hunt all the time 
then you would see the value in investing time, money, and energy into this these platforms. Yeah, and, and they they do take time. There's there's no debating that. Um, now, various folks, you know, you have different ways of managing that time and, and how you do it. Like the, there's the Gary V where he's on and off all yeah. day, uh, like 18 hour days. Um, and then other folks time block it, like oh, maybe 30 minutes to an hour in the morning of the evening. Like how do you approach uh, the actual engagement part or, or actually just anything, the, the actual posting or engagement? Do you time block or are you sporadic? Just, you know, when I get a free moment, I just dive right in. And then, you know, I, I always, I'm thinking about my content strategy. What do I want to post for the day? What kind of creative, authentic posts can I create that maybe I can post later? And then I'm going to go in and see what people have been commenting on my previous posts. And I'm going to engage them and, and you know, just build those relationships. So it takes time and you definitely need to time block. I, sometimes I do it when I'm having lunch. So I can knock two birds out with one stone. And, you know, it's it's just, it's the long-term strategy that you have to look at. And I'm always looking at building my audience and building a relationship with my audience. Yep, love it. So um, what 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 platforms, you, you mentioned several of them already. Uh, what yeah. platforms are you you most focused on right now? Or, or is it pretty balanced? I mean, I, you know, lately I've been really feeling out TikTok. So I've been posting videos on TikTok, short snippets. Um, but I'm, I'm also posting on YouTube shorts. I'm testing that out and seeing how that works. Um, but, you know, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter has been popping lately, you know, ever since Elon Musk took over. So, Really, it's, you know, different strokes for different folks. So I, I'm on all these platforms because you have people who love Twitter, but they're not on Facebook. Yep. And you have people who are on LinkedIn and they're not on Facebook. And so, you know, you definitely want to reach a broad audience and there's different platforms have different audiences. And so that's why, you know, I'm on all of them and, you know, just feeling them out. They all have different strategies as well. Yeah. So do you, do you go that granular in thinking about, Hey, I'm posting on LinkedIn. So this is going to be a little bit different than what I posted on TikTok, or is it more of the cross posting where you're going to copy and paste? Yeah, for sure. You know, not all the Instagram posts are the same ones you want to put on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is more professional. Same with Facebook. You know, you don't want to go, you can put personal stuff on LinkedIn. I'm not saying you can, but Maybe if it's too personal or deep, maybe you don't want to do it on LinkedIn. So you really have to see what is the platform and what is the piece of content and what is the goal of that piece of content. Yep. Yep. Love it. Um, trends. Um, TikTok has uh, oh, yeah. definitely changed the game uh, for yeah. social media. And they're, they're putting a lot of the other, you know, the giants uh, on, on a bit of a defense uh, or at least they're, they're scrambling to to play offense again. But you know, other than that, or, or maybe including that, well, what trends are you seeing play out so far this year with social media? TikTok has a bunch of trends. Instagram has has their own trends. They're competing heavily with TikTok on the the reels. The reels is their version of of the TikTok videos. Um, so nice, short, sweet, and so. 
I mean, you know, they're, they're just, and, and then you see, when you go on TikTok, you can find trends. You can see like lately certain sounds or images are trending and, and, you know, you could post something and see if you could catch a trend. But the biggest thing is just having an authentic video, you know, something that's really tailored to you. And, and you can get inspiration from what other people are doing. I get inspired from what other people are doing. But you can also twist it and make it your own and make it your own style and, and do something that, that maybe someone else had success doing, but you make it your own. And now you relaunch it and you can catch a great, a great trend or get a great, you know, uh, engagement on something. Yeah. So, um, on the, on the authenticity, I, you know, coach folks on, on social media all the time. And, and I, I get this, well, I'm just not good on camera or, or I just, I, I don't like doing it or I don't know what to post. And my advice to them has always been like, you're going to meet people, right? Like you're actually going to meet yeah. a buyer or seller, right? Okay. Well, well, how would you act with them? Like do the same thing on camera. And it's not always a hundred percent. I mean, cause camera does change things a little bit, but at the end of the day, just be you. Like you don't have to be fake. You don't, no one out there needs to be Murat. No one needs to be yeah. me. You don't need to be Gary Vee or Grant Cardone or any of those people like be you. <laughs> yeah. People, pe yeah. people want to know you. Exactly. People want to know you and, and, they want to get to know you on a personal level. Social media is a great way to condense that time frame. So be authentic. You know, don't don't put up a facade. Be who you are and enjoy doing it. You know, I've I've come to feel this like an art. This is an art form for me. So have fun with it. You know, get creative. And, and you never know that there's been plenty of folks that they have done that. They felt a little awkward at first, but then they realized they just connected very well with some folks and they've exploded into, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of followers. And that may yeah. not be your goal. Maybe, it, maybe it is, maybe it's not, but yeah, that's the kind of, kind of thing that can happen. And if you were to get to that level, like th there's a lot of different opportunities to come up, but even if, you mm -hmm. have an extra like 5,000, 10,000 followers or regardless of followers, just views. These are people who are yeah. valuing what you're putting out there. They want to connect with you in some form or fashion. And some of them may be clients. They may do business or they may refer someone. I, I'm curious and, it, and it'd be very difficult to actually put a pen to this, but how many, how much of your business last year was from someone who never did business from you, but they referred the person who did do business with you just because they saw you on social media, that second or third connection. Um, yeah. 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 I don't have a number, an exact number, but it's definitely been a lot. You know, we definitely get a lot of referrals from people who maybe don't know us, but they say, man, this guy's doing great. You should call him. So, I mean, it's just, it's a huge win. You know, you got to think of content as assets. So we, we know real estate is an asset. We know that, you know, I own this piece of property. It cash flows. It pays me every month. That's an asset. You've got to think of your content as assets as well. Why is that? Because that's working for me in the background while I'm sleeping. When I'm sleeping, people can watch my content and reach out to me or think about me or so it, it it's doing wonders for me while I'm resting. Yep. Yep. And that's an asset. If people thought about content as assets, 
they would be more focused on producing quality content that's going to work for you while you're sleeping. Yeah, it's like it's a like my buddy Connor Steinbrook, Trevor Mock, also with Carrot. You know, he's you know they mentioned it's it's evergreen content. And yeah. on certain platforms, that evergreen is more powerful, like YouTube, because YouTube is the second biggest biggest search engine in the world, mm-hmm. owned by the number one uh, yeah. biggest search engine in the world, Google. And yeah. it's like a it's like a fishing line in the water. Like, oh yeah, how long would it take you to catch a fish if you just throw one line in? Well, <laughs> what if you threw one line in every single day? Like, yeah. and then now you expound that I over three there. years. Yeah. So now you have like nine hundred thousand something lines in the water. And you're catching three or four fish a day. Um, So, yeah, just produce content. All right. Uh, Chat GPT. It's been a a big buzzword over the last 60 days, 90 days or so. Um, I first heard about it when I'd seen it here and there. But when it really caught my attention is someone (laughs) made a post showing how many or how long it took to get to a million users. And it was like all these other like great platforms. There was the Facebooks, the Instagram, Google, whatever. And then the TikTok, which w- was the latest champion. Mm-hmm. And then ChatGPT, which like 10x. And, and only so TikTok really launched during COVID, like 2020. Yeah. ChatGPT like leapfrogged TikTok and how quickly it was adopted to get to a million users. And now it's way surpassed that. Um, oh yeah. First, and Google just announced their competitor version of Chat. Oh GPT. yeah. Oh, the, the, there's a lot of that coming. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a race to the greatest AI, and it's just going to change the game because now forget about having to hire a copywriter. You know, not saying a copywriter is not valuable because a copywriter is valuable in that if they're really good at creating catchy headlines and phrases, but, but you can have the, the system write an article for you and you post it. And, and within minutes, it just saves you so much time. It's, it's so incredible. How how do you see realtors using, um, and so you do investments as well. So uh, on both sides, um, you know, how do you, how do you see chat GPT or AI type um, uh, content being used in real estate? Um, realtors are already using AI to create listing descriptions, open house flyers, um, information about properties, the things that realtors hate doing, which is copywriting. And a listing lot of descriptions, are- like for me, listing descriptions, like I'm, I'm the worst <laughs> at that. It's like, how do I write the same thing? Yeah. Differently. It's like, it feels so boring. And then I put it in there and it was like, Whoa, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's just helping out in so many ways. It's really phenomenal. Um, I wonder what's going to happen like with college kids having to write essays. Are they going to use it to write an essay and it's not even them? I, I don't know. I mean, here's my thought. So my wife's a teacher and, and I I showed her this story. So I went to chat GPT. She didn't know about it. And I said, write 500 words about George Washington because she was a history teacher. Yeah, and I, and I gave it to her. I was like, how does this read this? Let me know what you think about it, both in grammar and also accuracy. And she was just yeah. like, yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. And I was like, okay, that took me wow. 1.5 seconds to write. And then I was like, this is going to replace call it papers for skids. And then she, oh, yeah. you know, she, she got all defensive rightfully. So, I mean, that, that, the, the education community 
you know, that they've been very defensive about it. And, and I empathize about that uh, with that. But at the end of the day, I heard this is a long time ago. There was the analogy like roads and cities are all built on top of each other. Like Rome is like how many Romes are underneath the actual Rome that's sitting today and roads. But we mm-hmm. have the same thing with technology. Like when we go to a computer, we're not typing ones and zeros. Yeah. At one point you did. Yeah. But there's layers of technology that keep getting stacked that make it easier and easier. And now you can get 10 year olds to go in there and make like social media platforms um, and they can do it in very simplistic computer languages compared to like the 1980s Pascal or whatever they were doing uh, back then. So I almost think of like, what this does is it puts a layer. It doesn't replace humans. It creates an extra layer where now humans are going to use this tool in a creative manner to create something even better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that's what's it's just so incredible. You know, it almost feels like it's cheating, like like writing papers and stuff. But I mean, doing property descriptions, copy, you know, writing quick articles on the state of the Houston, greater Houston real estate market and and just helping me put my ideas into a easy, concise and understandable format and doing it within seconds. That's just, it's so incredible. Love it, love it. At the end of the day, like it's here, it's going to grow. Like you can adapt or die. <laughs> that's yeah. that, that's oh, my yeah. philosophy. Um, oh, yeah. All right, so... Um, I guess one final question, then we'll kind of move into the closing. So you, you, you've got a TV show coming up, right? Um, or you've got, you've got something you've been working on in the, on the background, right? Well, uh, yeah, I was on the cast of real estate King grant Cardone, okay. Okay. Uh, real estate show, the Houston edition. Okay. So, awesome. Um, I know he's still filming other cities. So there's like Houston, Atlanta, Miami. Um, so that hasn't aired yet. It has not. So he's pitching it to Netflix and Amazon and Hulu. And so uh, when someone picks up the show and I'm sure he's going to get a great deal for it, then we'll have the details of when is it going to air, when and where is it going to air. Going full full circle here. How do you think that person even knew about you? Man, I was uh, beating down the door of the casting director. You know, I knew that I would be great on the show. Okay, so you were you you were um you were going after them. What made you? Do you think your social media presence played a role in them? You know, having that conversation. Possibly, but I would probably say more so my persistence, because I was going to get their attention. Um, and you know that's the thing in life. You got to go after it. You can't just wait for somebody to come find you. Yep. Like does Grant Cardone need me more than I need him? Like he's already like a, a worldwide celebrity. So, you know, I'm going to go pound their door down and get in the door and that's really the 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 perseverance, the persistence that I had with that. And so, yeah, they gave me a shot. And I think the show is going to be super exciting when it's released. But I told them, like, you need talent. You need people who are going to make the show entertaining. Yep. You know, and so I was not going to stop until they gave me a chance. to. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I mean, those grants. I mean, I don't know how he he did that for years, like looking for a show. Uh, Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
All right. So uh, these last couple questions we ask everyone on the show. Um, yeah. If you could give advice to your 20 year old self, what would that be? Man, go for it. Go for it. Don't think about how and all the details. Just go for it and put one step in front of the other and keep charging forward and the path will reveal itself on route. Love it. What book or books have greatly influenced your life? Uh, Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. Think and Grow Rich is a classic by Napoleon Hill. Uh, one of the best business books of all time. If you haven't read it, you should go get it today. Um, the 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. It's a fascinating. So I'm a history buff. Um, I love history. I love people who've conquered entire regions, created empires. It's kind of the same in, you know, in war as in business, you know, creating business empires and doing such. And the 48 Laws of Power really talks about principles that have helped people rise to great, massive uh, lengths and, and great amounts of power. But it also shows examples, you know, this law and and so and so did this. Napoleon did this, you know, uh you know, Alexander the Great did this. And 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 it's just so fascinating. Awesome. In the last five years, what new belief, behavior, or habit has most improved your life? Thinking positive and and you know, straying away from the negative. We are brainwashed into being negative thinkers and often shooting down our own dreams and ideas before we even give it a chance. So so just putting that aside and thinking about the possibility instead of what you don't have or why it won't work. That's been huge. You know, you've got to think about the possibility and, and go for it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. All right. How can folks reach out to you, man? So I am on every single social media platform. I want to connect with you on your favorite platform. So whether that's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, I'm on TikTok, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, YouTube. Let's connect. I would love to connect with you. Uh, let's keep the conversation going. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to chat with your audience. I appreciate it. Uh, this is fantastic. And let me know if there's any way I can help. And I'm also on the premier website for Houston Luxury Real Estate, which is HoustonLuxuryRealEstate.com. Love it. Thank you very much. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Chris, and if there's anything I can do for you, please let me know. 100%. Take care. We'll see you soon.